0: Welcome back to Wax Wednesdays. Why join the Navy when you can be a pirate? And it's Blues Week, baby. Let's
1: do it. Yeah, I've had a been thinking about this one for the last few days, a bit of a blues feel to it ever since you played the Blues Brothers last week. Yeah, exactly. Blues is my forte. It's probably my uh,
0: my hero genre for sure, my favourite genre. It's definitely inspired me into a lot more music than um, I reckon any other genre has.
1: I had to do a bit of research into this one. I didn't know what category someone is blues. So I had to look up, had to look at the best artists of the last, I don't know, Last 200 years and <laughs> tried to... You've uh, back pretty far. Yeah, 100 yeah. years to do, uh, yeah,
2: do it. Yeah,
0: 100 years to do it.
1: Yeah, they will do it. Well, most of it was probably at least 60 years ago. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. Like the big blues movements, you know, in like deep South America, like Mississippi and stuff from like the 30s and 40s um, all the way up and through till now.
1: Exactly. So I went through it, but the top five that I came up with from, by me, I mean the website, you disagreed <laughs> with. What was, what was your... If you had to say your top five... Blues brothers. Uh, would yeah, it's it funny. They had like
0: yeah, the top five or top ten or something. And then I think yeah, I got you to read through until I said like stop, and you'd finally got all the artists that are in my top five. I said yeah, top five. Like not this all right. This podcast isn't. I'm not playing the top five blues artists. I'm playing
1: your top five blues artists. No,
0: no, no. I'm playing blues artists that I have in my collection that I that I'd like to share.
1: Yes, yeah, Wednesdays is about like,
0: yeah yeah exactly. But top five. Number one. Yeah, shoot. And honestly, if anyone disagrees with this, they need to re-educate themselves in blues. Ooh, savage. He's B.B. King.
1: Yeah, well, that was that was
0: like the actual one. He's like number one. Yeah, he isn't number on one. your list and on the website's yeah. list. yes. Yeah, so number one was B.B. King. Number two was Buddy Guy. Number three was John Lee Hooker. Number four was Stevie Ray Vaughan. And number five was Lightning Hopkins. Now, all those artists went on to inspire the rest of the genre. And if anyone wants to disagree with that,
1: go ahead. Incredible. It's just so hard when you talk about those names and you're like, oh, who's the best five of this generation? I don't know. And they say like Lady Gaga, Miley Cyrus. Yeah,
0: exactly. Obviously, there's plenty of undiscovered current artists that are inspired by the blues. But if you think of like top tier artists.
1: Pioneers. Yeah.
0: But like, you know, people who are performing on, you know, to 100,000 people at the stadiums now who would actually be inspired by blues artists or would find them as an inspiration. I mean, yeah, there are some like maybe current hip hop artists sample blues here and there. but. Yeah, it's sort of hard to pick who is directly inspired by current blues artists.
1: For sure. Well, we'll play the, the next record. And, like, if you've got a movie about how good you are, you must be pretty good. Yeah, exactly. Especially if in that movie, Jamie Foxx is playing you.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is a cra- like cracking artist, a cracking record. Um, so, you're starting with the B side
1: on this one, aren't you, kids? What's the album? The album is called The Heart and Soul of Ray Charles. How um, produced in, fitting. Produced in 1973. So, the movie's called Ray Charles. The artist's name is Ray Charles. If you're wondering what movie we're talking about, right. the song's called "Hey Now."
3: Well, did you ever wake up in the morning just about the break of day, reach over and rub the pillow where well, your baby used to lay? on hey now, hey now, hey. even cry so loud You'll give the blues to your neighbor next door And you say hey now, hey now. Just uh, hurt my feet to walk now. I got the blues so bad now. be like that just uh, hurt my tongue to talk now. Hey now, hey now, nah, hey now, nah. hey now, nah, hey now, nah, hey now. Nah, hey, nah. Please, I know you can have mercy on everybody. So won't you please send a little bit down to me? Hey hey nah, hey nah. hey nah, hey nah, hey, nah, hey nah.
4: down, was down, heal healed me, Lord, 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 yes it did, yes it did, look now, my woman left me, the blues healed me, my woman left me, left me early one more, mm-hmm. the blues healed me.
0: there wasn't. Yeah, so that was Carlos featuring on John Lee's uh John Lee Hooker's album, The Healer, and that was a title track, The Healer. Carlos? Carlos Santana, yeah. There you go. Yeah, pretty recognizable with that. But honestly, John Lee Hooker just about rips harder on guitar than Santana does. Well, big call.
1: Santana's uh,
0: like the man. Yeah, John if I had it, I would have played it, and it's John Lee Hooker's track, Boom Boom. And you should hear, yeah, the guitar riff on that is very, very recognizable. So, how
1: are you feeling today, Louie? Do you have the blues? Are you uh, happy? No, uh, I'm pretty
0: good. I am the opposite of the blues. I'm so excited to bring this this genre to life on Wax Wednesdays.
1: It's true, but blues has got a really dark history, doesn't it? Hey, well, it's born from struggle. Yeah, it was literally born in the, what, the Southern plantations in the 19th century?
0: Yeah, like if you, yeah, so like Southern states, like Mississippi, Memphis. Memphis. Like, yeah, yeah, like, you know, borders like New Orleans. Um, d- yeah, Alabama, d- stuff like that. Yeah,
1: invented by the slaves and descendants of slaves, of mostly African American sharecroppers. As they say, they uh, they sang as they toiled in the cotton and vegetable fields. And that's what went on to make this movement. Yeah, well, that's the yeah, movement genre. That's,
0: yeah, well, that's where the genre came from, for sure. Um, but yeah, yeah, I guess blues transitioned into something a lot simpler than, you know, well, I guess slavery is not an overtly complex thing, it was, you know, one people's using another. But, you know, if your cat died, you got the blues. You know, if your dad was angry at you and, hip, you know, whipped you, you'd had the blues. Yeah, it's a
1: feeling. It's a, yeah. it's not based on... It's singing
0: about the feel. Yeah, and like you heard just in that track then, it was, you know, there wasn't
1: too many lyrics. No, it wasn't at all. But you get that feeling of real blues. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, definitely. It's an energy and the energy gets encompassed in the music for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. But, yeah, t- cheekily enough, I did play one of the artists that feature in my top five blues of all time, John Lee Hooker. He's the man. He Inspired is. artists artist like Van Morrison. I reckon if you like, so the way John Lee sings and then the way Van Morrison sings, there's definitely like you could just draw about a straight line in sort of musical trajectory between the two.
1: Yeah, well, we didn't get a big sample there to actually compare it. But, yeah. no, I actually know what you mean. It's funny how artists influence other artists and you can really hear that. Yeah. Definitely pioneers of the industry for sure. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, so let's move it on. What do you got for us next? All right, this is an interesting recording. So this isn't just a normal album; it's actually played. I like the fact that you're going to play this. So Gids is going to play. He's going to play a
0: white blues artist, um, uh, which is sort of how blues originally came to mainstream music. It was artists like Clapton, The Stones, Joe Cocker, uh, John Mayall. Obviously, Clapton's band Cream, they were playing like covers of original blues artist stuff. And that's how, like, this music kind of, you know, because they were going down in like doing tours in America and seeing these artists play and be like, fuck yeah, I want to play like that. And that's where this has
1: come from. Yeah, well, this one has come from Woodstock. I don't know if you've heard of that festival back I think in every- the 1960s, 70s. Anyone who knows music has heard of Woodstock. It was 19- on so-
0: 1969. Woodstock.
1: 1969 Woodstock on someone's farm. And the, like, the album cover is just iconic. Like that picture, whoever took that picture must be really happy with themselves. I wish I would. I was there.
0: Yeah, what is it, just the crowd all sprawled out on the field like hundreds of thousands of people?
1: Exactly, with some guy wrapped in a blanket and this scales just giving you that look like, yeah, you've missed out on an epic party. <laughs> There's a kite flying in the background. It was like the OG party of parties. Exactly, um, four hundred thousand people
0: at that festival or something like that. Something ridiculous. In upstate New York. Yeah, like they. I think like the authorities declared it like a disaster, like a natural disaster or you know, like a economical disaster or something. There was like starvations yeah. and food shortages and shit.
1: Yeah, well, two people died at that Woodstock. Do you know that? No, I didn't. One of them got uh, ran over by a, a tractor while they were in the tent. I think so. And Jesus. Uh, yeah, and the other one. um, dehydrated and probably assortment of things they took but this was also the one of Jimi Hendrix's Star Spangled Banner yeah
0: Jimi Hendrix did that well it was controversial that controversial cover of the Star Spangled Banner like that sort of psychedelic like slow burn version yeah and at the time I think it was quite a powerful piece
1: yeah definitely but we'll say that for another time Um, but let's play this uh, version from a live recording from Woodstock
0: yeah who are we playing Joe Cocker nice as
2: I've said to many people and this title uh, just about uh, puts it all into focus. It's called With a Little Help from My Friends. Remember it. from Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song I will try not to sing out of key Oh, baby, how Tell me you said no more. It's all that happens all the time You know it, love What do you see when you turn out the light? I don't see nothing But it's just
4: Gotta get my friends together
5: Cause all we gotta do is love I'm gonna take them home with me now
2: You gotta get all of your friends back You gotta get hold of your friends and love Everybody knows the way Everybody knows the way You got your friends, you got your friend and love You got your friend and love You got your friend and love, you got your
5: So, thank you very much for Dave.
2: See you again. Beautiful.
5: Oh, oh.
0: Kimbrough with Meet Me in the City, I heard that for the first time at the John Curtin Hotel, pretty well lubricated, and it's stuck with me ever since. Um, and he is like that is as raw as blues gets. Like this guy owned a Duke joint in the hills of Mississippi, and he's on the Fat Possum record that has sort of been trying to bring these blues artists like you know to everyone's ears for ages. And like there's a, there's some good documentaries on it, and I recommend watching one. It's called The Last of the Of the Blues Hillsman. The journey is like a journey of Hat Possum and how they're trying to come to record these guys and how difficult it's been. Like, you know, they had to... Some of these artists who are, who the, the the label approach were like, no, you just get a guitar and you learn the songs, you play it better than me. Like, they were so humble and, you know, they just didn't, didn't understand the whole premise of like what being on a record meant. But Junior is sick and like um, at his Duke joint, um, U2's gone to see him. Robert Palmer r- helped record the first album. Rolling Stones have gone to his Duke joint. Like big artists across the globe have come to see him play and he was like, uh, he supported Iggy Pop and just didn't even really know who Iggy Pop was and didn't really care. He was like, whatever, it's just another show and another
1: paycheck. Amazing. That's such a guy. Sorry, Yeah, he's an OG, isn't he? Yes, like,
2: yeah. That,
0: like, that album cover's awesome. It's just <laughs> him like this old-ass dude with like a blue weatherboard wall and like a <laughs> bent cigarette in his mouth. It's yeah, he great. gives no fucks. Nah, like he's so he lost
1: it. all his fucks a while ago. Fun fact, he had 36 children. No ways.
0: No, yeah, 36 children.
1: Do you reckon he knows all
0: the names? <laughs> Probably we had them all. <laughs> Only one wife though. One wife, no yeah. ways. Thirty-six. Not to the same wife, but um Yeah, that, that yeah. there you go. That, that's, <laughs> that's that's he had thirty six, like yeah, thirty six kids.
1: Yeah, so by his record, support, yeah.
0: <laughs> support him. He needs yeah, his family needs the support.
1: <laughs> for sure. Uh, we're gonna play the last two songs, um, as an outro for you guys. We got some of the heavy hitters, we've got Eric Clapton and And my yeah, my favourite
0: blues artist of all time, Buddy Guy. Buddy Guy. Buddy Guy.
1: Who do you like more? Buddy Guy. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Eric for this one. Righto. Every week we say which record would we steal. This is the one I'd steal from you, though, in fair. Buddy Guy. Nah, mate. Oh, Junior, junior. Kimber.
0: Yeah, Mine, what, yeah, the, yeah, The guy who's got 36 kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, mate, you shouldn't steal it. You should support him and buy it. We're pirates, mate. Come on. I mean, I bought it. All right, let's go. This is Eric Clapton. What's am I playing? Eric, Eric Clapton, Clapton After, After Midnight. Midnight. I, think it's, I also believe it's a live.
1: It is a live version. Boom.
2: tonight